Welcome to episode four of Catan Public Radio. My name is Monica. You may know me on social media as Anthisa21. Let me start this episode off by offering my sincerest apologies. I totally intended to have an episode written, recorded, produced, everything whole nine yards last week. Unfortunately, things happened beyond my control and I was not able to do so. Couple that with the fact that there's minimal news coming out of the Catan world, and I just decided that on executive decision that I would postpone the episode until this week. Probably a good thing to do because we have had some interesting news. First off, they have announced a couple of new updates that have gone into effect, and then there was a whole interesting thing that happened either yesterday or today. I don't know exactly when, but I am going to talk about what happened and what they have said about the matter. And of course, they have rolled over on the whole new season of building and everything. So it's it's some news. It's not much, but it's some. And it, it's some worthwhile stuff, I believe. All right. First things first, let's talk about those updates. They have rolled out two editions of updates since I have been out of commission. Um, and... Right now, you may notice there's something weird going on with my nose and everything. I am suffering from a minor bit of a sinus cold. Uh, The whole family just went down for the count a few days ago. So I am on the upswing, though, and it's getting better. Just a little bit of sinus blockage and my throat kind of feels like sandpaper, but I'm, I'm getting there. By the next episode, I should be 100% completely over this. So (laughs) bear with me. I will do my best to make sure any and all coughs are edited out. If I miss one, then blame the editor, which is also me. And yes, I did run that exact same joke in my sister show. So (laughs) I'm horrible. I can and will recycle a joke. (sighs) Bear with me. All right. The two new updates that rolled out, 1.8.4 and 1.10.1, and uh, I, 1.8.4, not really worth mentioning, but 1.10.1, they changed some of the visual effects, the boost cards, and have added more quest slots, so everybody now gets three quest slots instead of two. They also added some stuff to make improvements to server connectivity. I wish they would do that for Go Battle League. That would be nice. But... The people who work on Catan World Explorers do not work on Pokemon Go. That is an entirely different set of people. All right, so I will keep that complaint for another time. (laughs) But uh, basically what it comes down to is just some basic improvements. And um, what I found out while looking at these basic improvements is this little blip that we're going to talk about. This was an interesting little blip that occurred, so much interesting, that they decided to have the community manager post about it on the community forum. Now, I am not official member of the community forum, I'm just reporting on what goes down. Because, if you're not playing the game, you can and might be booted from the community forum. I want to get in there and ask questions, so like, hey, I'm running this podcast, can I get some information? But, I'm afraid that it may cause me some problems later on, and I don't want to run that risk. So, for now, I am just kind of a voyeur in the World Explorers community forum. So this is really, really interesting. Basically, the blip that occurred is that the game went live globally for two hours. 
people were reporting uh, points of interest popping up in Europe, South America, U.S., Canada, India. Somebody said it went live in Australia. I believe that was Pokey Fodder. And that was really, really interesting to me. So I was like, huh, I think I'll dig this up and look at it. What happened was the, the message that they posted was a greetings from the community manager named Dominic. And this was really, really cool and awesome. So thank you, Dominic, for letting everybody know what went down. And thank you, Catan World Explorers, for being open and transparent about the situation. Basically, what happened was due to a server issue that they were resolving, it caused the game to go live. They fixed the server and everything went live. They did not intend for that to happen. It was just a kind of side effect byproduct. And they said that it... it could be possible that this kind of thing happens again. Now, you couldn't really take advantage of it because one, it didn't show up in the app store. And two, unless you downloaded the APK, you wouldn't have ever noticed and because you wouldn't have the game downloaded. So there were people who apparently have the APK downloaded and decided to take advantage. Somebody in the comments said that they were mid- mid-progress on a couple of quests and they got to level three and then everything just kind of shut down that's because they went back and reverted the fact that all the pois went live they said they're not ready yet to launch the game globally they are still in beta so some things are going to get a little iffy as they continue to work on everything and it could possibly cause this to happen again they went on to say that the game is not ready for global launch yet and they are not comfortable releasing that timetable at this point in time so we do know that it could happen possibly soon i believe somebody said wizards unite was in beta for seven weeks before it finally went live they want to make sure the team that work that is working on Settlers of Catan, they want to make sure that anything that needs to be in place before the game goes full global is already in place so that we're not having the issues that we had when Pokemon Go went live in 2016. If you've played Pokemon Go, you know, or if you were playing in 2016, you know what happened. The servers couldn't handle the number of people logging in and therefore it caused huge crashes and delays. Everybody just looking at this one loading screen that says servers are full, please wait. So they're trying to make sure that doesn't happen with this game. Now you may be thinking, wait, Catan can't possibly be that big of a game. What you don't understand is that Catan has a global recognition. It may not be as widely known in the U.S., but it is that well-known around the world, and the board game does, in fact, have a world championships every year, so it is safe to assume that when this game goes live, people are going to just jump on it. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Plus, there's a whole bunch of people in the comments saying, hey, I'm in this country, I can't wait to play. When can we get a timeline as to when this game is going to roll out? So who knows? We'll see. Um, it could be they do a rollout like they did for Harry Potter, where it's just one country every so many hours, well, or one region of countries every so many hours. Or they may just be working at this point in time, to have all the servers 
set up and situated to where they can launch globally without having a crash. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in the end with all of this, because if they're poking at the servers and it's accidentally turning stuff on, that's kind of something they need to look at, because what if, while we're all playing globally, they poke at the servers to try and fix something and it shuts everything off? So if it can happen one way, the inverse is also true. (laughs) So what they're doing is definitely a good thing. Other than that, that's pretty much the major news going on with the game. So other than that, they did end the season recently. And uh, in that, the winner was the Red Wolves at 11,971. Blue Bears came in second at 11,242. And the Golden Eagles got 10,020. So it's very much looking like the Gold Eagles are definitely on the same path as their instinct cousins. They need a little help there. (laughs) Um, It could also have something to do with the fact that you can freely change factions. So maybe everybody's trying out the different factions each season to see, you know, which one they like best. How does it play? Although for the most part, I don't really think the faction is going to affect your gameplay very much. They announced the new season running from August 25th to September 22nd, which is going to be a bit longer. As part of this, they're trying to figure out what kind of season length everybody likes best. Do you like the two-week format, which was the sa- was how season one was set up? Pardon me. My tongue's kind of getting stuck in my mouth a little bit. Or do they prefer the four-week season that runs a little bit longer? So it'll be interesting to see what comes out of that. It may be how we figure out the seasons are set when it goes global. So most of the voting on that is for a four-week season. Um, It's not too bad because I I think any longer than that will probably get drowned out or drug out. Excuse me. Um, Pokemon Go right now is running rather long Go Battle League seasons, so hopefully they don't run them that long either. And uh, um, a month-long season doesn't sound too bad to me. And of course, the usual reminder, scores reset, settlements reset, resource center locations change, card quantities will be set back to zero, faction personal settlement, unlock cards, boost cards, and gold will remain. Basically, the usual reminders about what happens at the end of the season. Again, it's interesting to see that the public settlements reset and you have to rebuild them, which is a mechanic that I'm not really familiar with. I played at Ingress. I didn't really play it, play it. So I, it was just too hard for me to get into that game. So this will be interesting when the, again, when the game goes global and we actually get into everybody playing. And honestly, that's pretty much it for news. You know, it's kind of, interesting. Three weeks go by and that's all the news that I've got for you. Um, thank you for joining me. Uh, now I'm going to do my little shameless self-promotion plug. You can check this podcast out on Apple, Google, Spotify, obviously wherever you're listening to it now. And, uh, also I try to have every episode up on YouTube. This one will go as soon as I get it all set up and ready to go. And, uh, If you do listen to it on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, be sure to give me a review. I would totally appreciate it. You can also check out my Twitter feed at anthissa.21, and in there you'll find my link to my link tree, which is where I keep 
all of my lovely little link outs to. If you're interested in Pokemon AR picks, my Instagram link is there. You can also check out my sister show, Battle Academy Podcast, if you're interested in Pokemon Go Battle League. As well as I have a Teespring shop and a Redbubble shop. The Redbubble shop is kind of more artsy stuff that I've been trying to craft with. And then, of course, Teespring Shop is everything promotional for Pegasus Podcast and Gaming. You can get uh, Catan Public Radio shirts, face masks, fanny pack, all other kinds of good stuff there. I am going to work on having a Pegasus Podcast Patreon set up so you guys can kind of support me that way would be greatly appreciated. Um, just listening to this podcast and downloading it in whatever way you listen to it, I appreciate that a whole lot. I looked at my YouTube analytics and apparently 85 people watched episode three of Catan Public Radio. So thank you so much, you guys. That means a lot to me. I truly, truly appreciate it. All right. Shameless promotion over. Done with that. I, I don't like doing it because it makes me sound really, really pushy. But, uh, it, you gotta do what you gotta do, right? All right, that's gonna do it for this episode of Catan Public Radio. I will hopefully get back on track with everything and have another episode for you in two weeks. Have a great couple of weeks. I'll see you guys then. <laughs>